everyone, welcome back to Gossipin', the podcast where me and my girls gossip while we sip. This week, I've decided the ladies and I, I being Jocelyn Bivens, <laughs> should talk about appropriation versus appreciation. Before we dive in, ladies, what am I drinking? This is a very hard, funny topic. I'm gonna drink a Cuba Libre because a lot of people like to appropriate and tell me it's a rum and coke. It's not. Free Cuba. And that's what I'm drinking. <laughs> Great choice. Thanks. The translation in my head. <laughs> oh boy. As, uh, as the other fellow Cuban, same. Um, I'm also having a rum and coke. No, you're not. <laughs> you're having a Cuba Libre. Also known as rum and coke, but I am having a Cuba Libre. It is made with Bacardi rum right. and Coca-Cola. And rum oh is the Bacardi and the Freedom is the Coke. And that's what we're doing. Amazing. The Thank rum you. is the Bacardi and the Freedom is the We can have a conversation Actually, the on Freedom this is the Bacardi. Thing. I'll go into that. Maybe. Yeah, because I would love to. We can get into that later. I would love to know the background behind. There's okay, a lot. There's you. a whole lot. Okay, well, we'll it's have to a give a synopsis for yeah. the listeners. I am drinking a mimosa because your girl's hungover. And I don't really, haven't really thought about what I'm going to name my drink, to be honest. So, yeah. Your girl, Jeanette is drinking a sake bomb. Y'all want to talk oh. about cultural appropriation? Okay, well. <laughs> that accents? No, that was just, no. That was a cultural That was me just putting my voice in a high pitch. Y'all are reading way too much between the lines. <laughs> that was just me getting excited <laughs> oh for owning my drink and the name of my drink. So sake bomb, cheers. Um, Can I hear you vomit? <laughs> There's Woo! my sake. Sake, 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 sake. And it's sake, fucking tasty. <laughs> I am drinking um, the high school memories. Ooh. Okay. And I was just telling Amanda, because I'm with her right now as we speak, that the drink that she made me reminds me of a high school <laughs> party in a basement where I would try to get really drunk from like 9 to 10.30 because I know my mom's going to pick me up at midnight. So I'm trying to get really fucked up and then sober up. But it so, tastes good, I swear. No, it does. It tastes great. It, I'm just getting PTSD from those basement parties. Uh, we love PTSD. Where maybe things <laughs> were culturally appropriated at those parties. Um, let's not say that, but... This is like, no, I just got drunk and left. It was really nice. I was under a there. Everyone was clean there at the party. Everyone was good. For legal purposes. <laughs> that did happen. Um, I'm drinking a margarita because, you know, we're in talk about different cultures i'm a big fan of the mexican culture and their drinks and their food and the delicacies that come from mexico so thank you for your tequila and everything else you guys have brought into the united states we'll talk about that because just liking tacos and margaritas doesn't mean like oh my god i love mexican I like other things about them. I know a lot of other things. Josh, why why are you making me sound like a bad person? It's a joke. I just want to say Mexico has given a lot to everyone in the world. It's I said everything that they have given us. Correct. I'm agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We can talk about it. Listeners, you're in for a fucking ride. Yeah, you're like if we're gonna get ride. sensitive off the bat, like let me know because like it's a joke starting off i'm just gonna give like what the definition of cultural appropriation is cultural appropriation is the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs practices ideas etc of one person or society by members of another and typically more dominant people or society mouthful and understand yes, yes. great 
what do you guys think are some cultures that are appropriate? I have a couple things that I've written down, as well as people who have been accused of appropriating culture, but I'd love to hear your first initial thoughts. So as an example of cultures that I think are appropriated, and I'm going to try to find maybe ones that aren't as common, because I think we can all think of like, yeah, you know, the, the the usual ones, I would say something like Indian culture, and I'm talking about like Indian people from India. I think it's something that is appropriated, very controversial. I was actually just talking to you guys about this. Um, if you've seen the documentary on Netflix, it's called Unwell. And they have an episode where they discuss yoga, they discuss Kama Sutra, they discuss things that I think that episode in and of itself on Unwell is really, really interesting. I think at the very least it's interesting. And and I want to say from the get right now, most of what I'll express to me is just curiosity. I like to think of myself as someone who like, if I come to a decision, it's because I've read and I've learned and I've absorbed as much as I can on both ends. And I've come to that determination on my own basis. But I do like to discuss things and I do like to pose questions and I do like to stir the pot, stir the pot, because I think it's, <laughs> Let's I think call a spade a spade. There's a wrong with starting. I, I, I agree. I, I do it people, and I'm proud of it. And I love thinking. doing it. And I love turning gears. I love turning my own gears and I love turning my friends' gears. And I think it's intellectual. And I think we learn from other people. So back to the Indian culture. Um, we all know, and we can touch on this in just a minute, that culture is appropriated Native Americans, and we'll get into other things. But the Indian culture, I think, is something that not just with the yoga and the Kama Sutra, but let's talk about that. Is it appropriated? And that's one thing on the episode where they touch base and they're like, listen, yoga and other practices that we have are meditation and healing. And it's something that we align with our faith, but you can go to like Hollywood and you can pay $40 for a 30 minute yoga class. Yeah, but you know? I mean, just because they've found a way of privatizing, it doesn't mean that the class isn't supposed to also teach you meditation and centering and all that stuff. But I think that's where it gets into the appropriation part. In my opinion, this could be different. I think when you're taking something that's someone's culture and like profiting off of it in a way where it's like, if it's like $10 for a class, $5 for a class, now you have hip hop yoga, hot yoga, beer yoga, that's goat true. goat yoga. Like, I think that takes away from like the yeah, cultural yoga is more of like an issue than the fact that they're charging $30. If they're in Hollywood, they got rent to pay. So okay, no, so, but that's, but that's a I mean? point that I'm making. I'm just saying that I think that's when it gets like iffy. a little iffy because I think if you're doing it where it's like, I do it to bring peace and to recenter myself, which is what I believe that's was like the point of yoga. That is the point of yoga. When you start making it into something else and kind of like trying to like Make it your own yeah, without giving credit or saying like, hey, listen. Literally the definition. Correct. Yeah. So, and, and real quick, I'll read an excerpt and then I'll pass it on to uh, somebody else here. But online, this is something that is not my personal opinion, but I just, I'd like to put it out there. So, and I quote, this modern day trend of cultural appropriation of yoga is a continuation of white supremacy and colonism, maintaining the pattern of white people consuming the stuff of culture that is convenient and portable while ignoring the well-being and liberation of Indian people. I just want to throw that out there. Okay, go ahead, Vanessa. <laughs> no, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think there's also a difference with, I was going through my phone because I was reading rereading your agenda, and the unacknowledged or inappropriate part, I feel like that's the most important part. Yeah. Because someone, you could go to a yoga studio in Hollywood and they could be like, 
I went to India where I learned about this and this is why I brought it to Hollywood. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? So I that's agree. not, that's, that's appreciation. That's yeah. appreciation yeah. for it. I feel like that's where the issue comes involved with like American culture, Hispanic culture, where people will be like, that's so ugly, but then you put it on someone who blonde blue eyes and like, oh my God, it looks beautiful on her. That's where I think the issue is blurred, where that's where there's not an appreciation anymore. That's what I was gonna say, like, where do we draw the line between appropriation and appreciation or an homage to the culture? That's a great question. That's a good, that's a really yeah, good. Yeah, that's great. a great question. I think that's that's true. Where does that line get drawn? Because I think it's very I, great. And who decides and that who line? Decides that? That's I true. agree. As much as I love to say that I'm Cuban, I'm also very much a German background kind of person. Yes. I, I have a lot of German background. Yeah. Me, but I grew up in Miami with my Hispanic Cuban family. So at what point am I, at what point am I appreciating the Cuban culture in me? I've grown up in because I grew up in Miami, because I grew up with my Cuban family, I will find that Cuban. appreciation, right? Yeah. But for someone else who also who may not be Cuban but loves the culture of Cuban or right. loves the or loves the Hispanic culture, where is that appropriation or is that appreciation? Where is that line drawn? Real quick, that's my question. I I think Jenny brought up a great question in regards to like where do you draw the line. I'm gonna again read something off of the cyber web, um, and it ties <laughs> back. Cyber web. It ties back into. It's ninety nine again. <laughs> it ties back into what I was talking about, India. So basically, it says here's a quick uh, comparison for those of you wondering what appreciating culture is versus appropriating culture. Wearing henna for a summer music festival can be considered cultural appropriation. However, wearing henna to your Indian friend's wedding is a sign of cultural appreciation and respect. So just trying so to give yeah, example. I think, I think the so line the is drawn. Sense. No, I think that I'm, I'm going to go off your definition. The line is drawn when you're not giving credit or I agree. are hating on the, the group of people that did it or that brought it to light. Like if, if you want to, you know, rock a henna, but you're saying like, I love Indian culture. I think I love the way Hannah looks on my skin. I agree. I, agree. I think it's beautiful. And you want to rock it to Coachella. Like that's to me, that's your business. But you're giving credit to versus like saying like, oh, like I don't like Hannah. I like the way it looks, so I'm just gonna put it on my right. Body. Or just saying like, oh, I don't like the way it looks on on them, but then you put it on like a lighter skin tone where you could see it more, and then you're like, oh, but now it looks pretty. Like that to me is cultural appropriation in because that's the definition. It's not crediting the culture if yeah. you love something it's beautiful to share your culture and you I should agree. want to share your culture i love seeing white people try to dance salsa that to me is fucking hilarious because it's appreciation because it's so fun watching someone who's never or maybe not really enjoyed this thing seeing like okay like this is another thing that i like there's only so many fucking line dances you're gonna do like this i is completely what, agree you know it's beautiful yeah, and I it makes me agree. smile and i want to teach you like and who cares if you don't get the fucking steps right? Like you'll get it eventually and maybe you won't, but you're having fun and you're enjoying it. And when you start falling in love with things of the culture, you start falling in love with the people behind it. Yeah. And I think that is where we fall. I think that's where we're slipping is we're so quick to paint people as like, they're culturally appropriating. They're evil or they're bad. Or no, they're doing it. like that's I don't, not th I don't think that at all. That's I don't think good. if you're, I don't, I personally don't consider someone if you're culture. Sometimes I think it's ignorance. I don't think that it's always like, oh my God, you're a nasty, bad person. I think sometimes it's ignorance and it's just like, you need but to understand. On the internet, 
like well and this be, ties into cancel culture it is people that are is. very quick to be like oh she culturally appropriated right, like this you think that yeah. she's doing it. internet, well, internet right. trolls are just that's what they are but they're that, trolls it does perpetuate a lot of narrative and like even if you don't yourself like there, there's a silent majority and a very vocal minority and yeah like, that is where you get these a lot of these toxic perceptions of like now i don't know if yeah. my you know white boyfriend can dance and I can videotape him dancing salsa without posting it on the internet. Someone telling me that he's culturally appropriating. But that you is, know what I mean? That is exactly why I brought up the question: like, where is the line drawn that we are appreciating a certain culture and we are appropriating a certain culture? Because I personally do not know. Personally, again, now this is my opinion here. I think it is upon each individual who are curious, interested in something that is foreign to you whether it is because you don't belong to that culture, whether it is because you've never been exposed to it, you're curious, you're interested. It is your responsibility to take upon yourself to do your research. Yeah. Whether, yeah. hey, you know I what? Agree. You know what, Jocelyn? I'm really, I love your hair. I think it's beautiful. And I would like to know more about it. Can we sit down? Can we talk about, it? you know, is there something that maybe like we can do that, I love it. I would like to try. Yeah. I'm giving an example, and this isn't like a real life example. I'm just and saying. And people who don't know, I have braids in my hair just, right now. Right. So that's why she was. That's so, why she's talking so, about my right, hair. But 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 hear me out. Not even if she didn't have braids in her hair. I know a lot of girls of Caucasian descent that love to that, get box braids. That not only box braids, but that have sewing well, weave so I was gonna and ask. extensions. And so you know, just really to in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say is it's it's upon you to say, let me connect with someone from that community, or let me do my research, let me read as much as I can, let me educate myself, because I think the problem is that cultural appropriation is rooted in ignorance. Yeah, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of people will just kind of go out and do it because they saw it somewhere and they think it's cool, and they don't respect that there are things that they should know about it before okay. they do it. Yeah, so that when they do it, they're educated just, on it. There's just one thing I want to point out. I do, I do want to call out that I do think there's there's a difference between getting extensions or getting a weave versus getting oh, yeah, braids. Oh, yeah, agreed, agreed. You know what I mean? Like, I think braids are rooted are, are in, like, African yes, I agree. history I agree, and culture versus getting me having a sew-in right. versus Jeanette having a sew-in versus Natalie having a sew-in is, like, Right. different i think that was just an example no no, no like, but hey, i just i just want to call that out yeah i think it's Learn. definitely or, about education you know, I'm in, in, in i don't know getting henna tech like connect with someone from that community and ask the question that you need to ask educate yourself and then ask yourself am i doing this in the right light where it's not going to offend somebody of that culture but that's a, my take on a flip note cultural appropriation is rooted in ignorance I disagree i think when you're appropriating a culture you know it doesn't belong to you and you're trying to make it yours versus you like something and you're just trying to emulate it. You might not know all the historical backgrounds from it, but like if there was no malice in it, you're not appropriate. You're appreciating. You might not know exactly but what that's you're ignorance, appreciating because you don't know but that. But I don't think that that's appropriate because it's no, ignorant. I'm thinking you're lot. just you might be ignorant to what it, the meanings behind it, but I don't think that that means you're appropriating it. When you're appropriating it, or purposefully not giving credit, this isn't. So I'll, I'll give a quick example. The, the definition says purposefully not giving credit. I'll give an example. So I like to go to raves, as some of you may know. And <laughs> back in the day, really not now, but maybe back like 2010s, 2012s, um, 2014s, it was big. And I even have, I have a close friend who did this, who wore, I guess you could call it a headpiece. And I, oh, I, I've I, seen I, I really don't know the, the name of it, but 
you know, it's basically when you have something on your head that has the feathers it's, in it. It makes Native you American. Yes. 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 And it looks yes. like you're a chief. Correct. And it was very cool. It was very Coachella. And a friend of mine wore it. Um, he wore it to EDC Orlando. And it was cool. And I thought it was cool. So, yes, I was ignorant. And he was ignorant, too, for wearing it. But, like, did he do it on purpose? Was he's like, you know what? Like, today I'm going to wear this and be like, I look But from like, that perspective, like, it sounds like he's appreciating it, not appropriating but, it. So I think it'd be interesting to ask a Native American, are you offended by someone who's wearing a headpiece who is not Native American and who may be offended at your that, culture? But then that's that's saying that you can't explore their cultures because you don't belong to that. Jenny has something have, she'd have, like to say. I have a question. <laughs> is ignorance a lack of education or just you know what it is and you just choose to not it's a, it's, I think it's, it's a, a lack of knowledge I think it's a lack of education and I think people try to use the word to like weaponize it and I think it has a very it has a very negative connotation and there's been times where I've said even in like in the workplace in meetings I'll be like hey this is not something I'm very ignorant to this specific so, topic. I think we're all ignorant on something. So exactly. Quick, my question: Do we pick a new word for ignorance because ignorance has no, such a I negative think, connotation? No, no, no. 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 Use it. We, they need to use the word correctly. Use the word correctly. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm saying because literally when you're saying you're dead, you're not literally, I'm not literally dead. dead. <laughs> but I love, because, do you know how many times I've said yes, literally? I'm dead on this podcast. I know, but hold on because I think those Indian chief headpieces are gorgeous. They yeah, they're beautiful in in their history because growing up in Florida, you learn about that history. You learn about right. that Seminole tribe, and you learn about those different Seminoles, kinds of histories. Mikasukis, yeah, the Mikasukis, the Seminoles, and all that. You learn about those headpieces and what they have to do to get those headpieces. That's that's a beautiful meaning. It is right, but that's like but, saying wearing a tiara is culturally appropriating the monarchy. Like they so, like for that, do we wow. do is we the monarchy change, a culture? Should we change English culture and monarchy is a culture? That's their but that's, that's, is, I, I would argue, monarchy. I would argue that monarchy and that's and a government English system. culture so there's, aren't like so what they're saying is that like a headpiece is like a crowning of the chief, right? Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. And okay. a crown is the head saying. of a political movement, the head of that government or the figurehead of the saying. country. You can argue every time we buy a dollar store crown to celebrate your 21st birthday, culturally, culturally appropriating the monarchy. And what I'm saying is you can't pick no, 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 no. I agree with you what you're saying because when you I. When I and this is me being ignorant on the Indian headpiece because right, I, I once you said that I realized that it is seen as like almost like a, a tiara of right. crowning of the Indian chief. culture, the Indian chief. Sorry. So I do see what you're saying so like, in that. Do we think there's something that needs to be done? Either we make a positive connotation to ignorance, which I think is going to be hard. A hundred percent. Or do we pick girls. a different word? There's just <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, like in general, like do we start saying like ignorance? Us, is it so people. not us, but like just the population in general? Do we pick a different word, or do we try to give a positive connotation to ignorance? Because if we're going off of the basic definition, which I don't know if any of you look, I haven't looked it up, but if we're going off of what was said, ignorance is just a lack of knowledge. knowledge. It's literally, that's literally so, what it is. But there is no positive or negative. So right. no, it's so just a lack of knowledge. So but when people say it's ignorant, right. they've made it again. Twenty, twenty, like, twenty oh, years. You're ignorant, you don't so, know. Yeah. So can right. I can so I just say something? Educate me. I think no. I think again. No one's fault but your own. And I'm not calling you out, Jenny. I'm just saying no, the right. people, okay? If if someone's like, oh, you ignorant bitch or you ignorant fuck or whatever, if someone's insulting you in the street and now, okay, I understand there is a negative connotation in the popular 
you know, mm-hmm. belief. And like but, pop culture. But it's up to it, you right? to educate yourself. Okay, what's right. ignorant? Let me Google it. Oh, okay, ignorant means lack of knowledge, lack of understanding, lack of whatever. Okay. By definition, everyone's ignorant. I'm like, you're like, right. I don't know. But the all knowing, the all enough. understanding. No one knows everything. So I take agree. it upon yourself. You give yourself the definition of ignorant and understand that there is going to be ignorance. And like the issue anywhere. with cultural appropriation, when we get to it, it's just like a lack, not even the lack, it's just being like, oh, wow, that's cool now. Yeah. When yeah, we think yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. a headpiece in an Indian culture, they were slaughtered. Yeah. They were, their land was taken away. They're building pipes up in North Dakota to take away their land. And when so when they're, when they're taken years. away and there's missionaries coming in the 1800s being like, what you believe in is trash. You need to be a Christian. You need to be a Catholic. These are examples. It's like, oh my God, they're stripping away my culture. But now all of a sudden, fucking Billy from Ohio wants to go to Coachella and wear it. When all of a sudden, you were saying that's disgusting. Right. That's where the issue of cultural appropriation comes in. Right. Like, I see what you're saying. I can't appreciate it. I learned about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. But I think the issue comes in when it's like, wow, I was so turned down for what I believe in. And now it's, my mom literally was just like, Everyone hates on like salsa dancers, but she's like, not everyone wants to go to Zumba class. Yeah, exactly. my, she's not, like, what the exactly. fuck? So I think exactly. I, she's, she's like, you problem, see Karen and but I'm Lisa. I'm not upset that Karen wants to go. Go. No, my it. mom's not upset, but she's like, oh my god, we were looked at as like ghetto or I like terrible right. yes, dancers yes, yes, or yes, loud, yes, and now yes, all of a sudden everyone wants to yes, see Suavemente yes, at the yes, pub. I Vanessa just touched on something that is key to cultural appropriation. It's not the fact that someone's interested in taking a part in something that's typically outside of their culture. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not illegal. Go ahead, do it. Do it in an educated manner is what we're trying to say. The issue and what she just perfectly highlighted was that these are marginalized communities, Yes. okay? And most of the time, sometimes they're looked down upon for whatever reason at whatever time. And just like it, just like it happens in the black community, okay? Everybody was slapping a big butt. And and I would like to point out that what you said, the definition of appropriation is the what the last point that they that the definition kind of calls out is of one people or society by members of another and typically more dominant. I think that's the most important part to call out more dominant people or society. So, so the majority taking from the minority. Exactly. You know, shitting on the minority, but saying, you know what? Fuck you, whatever group you are. However, I really like what you're doing. You like this that. part. Let I really like this, it. you know. And I think and for me, <laughs> I think but I think and we and we can get into people who have been accused of cultural appropriation as well, but I do want to call out like it was called, it was brought up with the black community. I mean, I used to hate having boobs and ass, but now everyone wants to have tits and ass when typically black women were more curvy and voluptuous, but now it's cool. Long everyone nails, long nails, no one wanted to have, long crazy. nails were seen as ghetto. Chloe Kardashian loves her big hoops. That was seen as ghetto. Having like huge hoops, wearing box braids was seen as wearing, being ghetto. Now everyone, wants to wear box braids having different having different colored hair i mean Mm -hmm. these are just things that like were once considered ghetto or hood or trashy that are now then it becomes like yeah which is which is fine that you want to dabble in in the culture that's fine because i do think that there are there are a lot of white people who are very immersed 
in, and that's just an example, white people who are very immersed in hip hop, black culture, but they also understand yes. that like, I'm stepping into your culture. It's like me stepping into Hispanic culture and being like, oh my God, I know everything about salsa. I don't know fucking shit about salsa. But like when I go to a, a Spanish party, I love to dance. I love to do bachata. And I'm the first person to be like, grab someone and be like, oh, teach me. Because, and maybe that's because I just grew up in South Florida. So I grew up around the culture. But I, I think it's different with, dancing versus like something that used to be ghetto and now is high fashion you literally have box braids on the fucking gucci runway when in 2000 that was seen i mean obviously yeah obviously society grows and evolves obviously i'm not taking that away from the evolution are we gonna call it culturally appropriating or are we finally accepting that like this is considered Yes, I agree. Gotcha. I literally you just know what I mean? say and, like, and maybe there is a difference between box braids be, or whatever being seen as ghetto, but like we would dance Hispanics in general and white people would be like, what the fuck are they doing? Or like, that's not dancing. Or like, it's, if it's not the fucking jive, it's not a dance. You know what I mean? Like it is the same. And now there's ballroom dances that have salsa or merengue it's or true. tango as like featured when before it was the waltz and the foxtrot. So it's kind of the same thing. As a Hispanic woman, go ahead, drink your mojito, drink your Cuba Libre. I'm not gonna be mad at you. It's fine. I, I do want to say something real quickly. I and I honestly cannot speak intelligently on whether dance is culturally appropriated or not. And so I, like I said, I don't, I don't have an opinion. I feel like heart. That's, that's hard. hard. I don't. Have that's a, why I chose I like box braids. Wait, 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 wait. Can I finish my thought? I yeah. can't. I can't speak intelligently on it because I don't know enough about it. What I do want to say, and I want to touch on the fashion real quick, is the issue that I personally have with mainstreaming something that belongs to a particular culture is not necessarily that it becomes mainstream. And this is just my opinion. The issue that I have is how it becomes mainstream. And a lot of people don't know this, but just to give an example, Fashion Nova is notoriously been known for stealing from black fashion designers, merchandising as their own. Not only that, but also marketing with light skin or racially ambiguous, ambiguous women. Yeah, and that's Fashion Nova is, so, is huge on that. So Amanda, to your point, basically what I'm trying to say is I agree with everybody at the table. Amanda and Jenny, to your point is yes. at some point, what I'd like for everything and everyone for you to see somebody and be like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, yes, in a advanced, intelligent, <laughs> like accepting community that I dream of, yes, it's fine for everybody to be okay with everything. I also agree with you, Jocelyn. I think that people should take the right steps to acknowledge the building blocks of a community, especially a minority community that has been constantly oppressed. There are very talented black fashion designers and they are getting robbed left and right by huge conglomerate companies that come in, mm-hmm. steal, steal, steal. And, it's, and I was reading this art, sorry, Jenny, and then I'll go. I read this article and I wish I had it in front of me um, like a couple months ago. Actually, my hairstylist sent it to me. And it was basically showing how Sephora, um, there was this black makeup artist who started this, the the eyeshadow palette looks like a Crayola, like yes. inspiration. It's inspired by like Crayola. And apparently from what I've read and from what I gathered, she, Sephora came to her 
they, she wanted to like buy, they wanted to buy the brand from her or whatever. But she was like, no, I'm doing my own thing. I'm making money on the side. I want to remain independent, whatever. I guess she didn't patent her concept. Damn. Next thing you know, Sephora has coloring, color, right. Crayola type palette in their stores and she is not getting any money from it and they're sending her cease and desist. Is, is that cultural, cultural appropriation or is that just like no, business? No, no. no you know I mean, mean like, I think, wait, wait, I think she was, she was just touching and agreeing with what I was saying. The, the point right. is, yeah. it's not that they appropriate, it's that there's no credit bin and I think the example I was making, I, I was agreeing with you. I would like for things to be okay where people are like, hey, you can dance salsa, hey, you can have box braids because I understand and I know that you know where that came from example that she's giving with Crayola is just one example in the makeup industry. I give an example in the fashion industry where maybe it's not appropriating because makeup is makeup, but it's, it's, just it's a, not giving the, move. it's not but giving the credit to that's the, not, that's, that's, that's not giving credit to the inventor. That has nothing to do with that's not cultural appropriation culture. in my opinion. I was talking about okay. cultural, okay. Talking about right. cultural she, appropriation on Fashion Nova. And, and I have, just brought up that opinion. So our, Okay, two, but, but two are different. Not like Fashion Nova selling. They the, are. Hold on. They're no, selling. Can I finish a thought? Go ahead. It's not like Fashion Nova selling dashikis and selling it as cool new. They're stealing from people. They're but it's not about race. They're stealing from people. They're who are selling African patterns. And I have the red not, receipts. Okay. And that is cultural appropriation. The vibrant colors, because let's face so it. So I can't wear fuchsia pink because it's a vibrant No, color. but we know that there are African tribes that have a certain pattern. When you think of coming to America, there is a certain type of <laughs> That's pattern. That's a really of, bad example. <laughs> no, but they have a certain type of pattern. And, and I don't have the terms with me, but I'm trying to explain to you that they have stolen. There are different designs. the kente type cloth. Yes, yes. 100%. That is that that, cultural that's appropriation. What I'm about. That's it's, like when you at graduation, you know how I had my kente cloth? Mm -hmm. uh, that's like you fucking wearing a kente cloth fucking robe. robe. And I would literally be like, Amanda, are you fucking African? The like, are that, you black? I didn't know. I was making Fashion Nova will take from. Fashion Nova will yeah, take. You can't do that. Fashion Nova will take from smaller fashion, black fashion designers who are using their African roots to be inspired and to what I've never seen it. And I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I've never, maybe I haven't gone deep enough on their fucking inventory. I've only seen bandage dresses and biker shorts and crop tops. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It to you. I'm not saying they also don't steal from designers. I'm I do. I do agree with you. I'm I think that's that, a different. That, that is not. That's, that's business. That is, yeah, that is a different topic, and I agree with right, you on that. that. We could have a whole other right. conversation that is about that. Shops versus conglomerates. Big business. That's yes, they play in her. Right. That is different. I I have a very maybe it's maybe it's ignorance, but I'm one of those people like you want not you want it, but like I don't care. Like you want to pretend you want to say por qué instead of por qué. You want to ask for um your colada and you want to get a cafe con leche. Go ahead. Like I don't care. You like it, and that for me is like okay. They like something of my culture, whoever it is, whatever color, because it's good. And go ahead and do it. I. 
But, but I, I think try it's to stick different. to my own. I think it's a living think experience. It's, it's different for each person. Right. Based right. On and I think it's, I around. think that's like Starbucks being like, oh my God, the cafe con leche is going to be on our a new, menu oh, a new, item. a yeah. new menu item when what? we, but that's, but I'm saying that that's different because when you know, typically if we go down the street to a Cuban or Hispanic restaurant, that's typically something you but would see on the menu. You know I, what I mean? I think that's not me. Like if, that's if, not, if Starbucks wants to serve a cafe con leche, that just means that I can get it in Orlando and I don't have to come to Miami to just fucking get it there. Like to be honest, tacos are on every fucking menu. I'm not saying that tacos is actually like an authentic. It's not, but it's, it probably is something. I mean, we could go down that route too. Right. It is probably something it's that derives originally and i'm not mexican and i'm and i'm very and i will say it openly i'm very ignorant on mexican culture like and that's why i made the comment like tortillas and cheese and meat yeah and that's why i made the comment at the beginning where i was like margaritas tacos fajitas quesadillas that is not like and i wasn't saying it to be shady but i'm saying like i wanted to make that blanket statement from the beginning that like i don't want it to be like oh my god i love mexican food and i love and Vanessa knows I love fajitas. Like I love fajitas and margaritas as next bitch, but I'm not going to be like, I'm so involved in like, I'm so like culturally there with the Mexican community because I like fajitas and margaritas. Right. You know what I mean? And, and like how you said, that's very much like Tex-Mex food. And it's not even, I would, I would argue it's not even really Tex-Mex because if we went to Texas, it's probably the food no, that I they just, eat I think Tex-Mex is, is different. like Americanized. Mexican yeah. 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 Food. I know what you mean, but I'm, it's I'm Tex-Mex. just, I'm just right. putting that right. out there. Like right. I'm like, you could say Chipotle is like, it's branded Mexican. Well, it's so branded I'm, Mexican from, food. I, I'm going to speak. I haven't really said much on this episode just because this isn't really something that I've like done too much research on like I understand it's a it's an issue and a lot of people feel very very strongly about it I'm really kind of in the middle like I've never been someone that's like you know obviously coming from an ethnic background we have things that are like really we hold dear to ourselves and like things that we don't see in other cultures but again I kind of am like if you want to learn about these things like if you want to take the time to ask me about different practices we have even like when we were talking about family and stuff like that's a whole nother thing of culture and you know, stuff like that. If you want to learn about those things, it's totally fine. But I think it's when you do exactly what we were saying before, like when you take these things and that have been around for years that have such long history. And just now you finally are like, Oh my God, this thing is so cool. Have you guys heard of this new thing? It's like, it's not a new thing. You know, that's where the issue comes That's where it is. Like, Hey, these are not, these are not new things. Like they have been around for years and I appreciate you if you actually want to learn about what the history is. But if you just want to take it upon yourself to be like, this is a brand new thing. We all just came out with this. Then, then that's, that's where the issue is. That's where I can see people having a problem with that. And I'll have to say my one last thing. I have a lot of friends. Like if we want to talk about like braids and hair and whatnot, the hair of uh, black girls has always like, fascinated me and i don't know if that is like an ignorant thing to say or if that's no, no, like, there's, nothing, there's nothing ignorant to say because, because, so, what's the difference between ignorance and so, and, and so this is so this is my example like i remember ignorance is lack of knowledge right there's a difference i could no, no, go no, no, to talk and be like I, what I, is I, it like to get braids that's not literally jeanette has asked me what it's like to have braids i'm appreciating by asking a question yeah so you ask a question i feel like there's a lot of people that are like I'm too scared to ask the questions. Because people I are fucking sensitive. Okay, a cancel right. culture. So yeah. Great. Great. So this is so my how example. How do we normalize asking the questions? It's a By having this conversation. Great. So let's yes. have this conversation. Well, that's, that's why we're having this conversation. 
conversation. So what I, I was going to say was. With both grades of being like, guys, yeah. I just did this at the mall. It's so Isn't it cool. so cool? Yeah, oh, I that. would be like, look, do you even, right. like, what? I got, I got blue right. strands, and I'm like, okay, like, no, bitch, it's been done. So what I was going to say for me, like, I, I, being like, that's so fucking cool. I always was interested okay. in their hair, but like, I remember one time this girl had twists and I called them braids and she was like, these are not braids. And I was like, oh my God, let me know what they are. Cause I would love, I want to learn the difference because that's where like, you know, talk about getting offended or like just mixing things up. It's like, you have to ask those questions and not be afraid to, but also the person you're asking those questions to like take it upon yourself to know that this person is learning. Like, you know, depending on how they say it to you, there, there's no malicious intent. Like I was very scared to be like, Oh, I don't know. I like your hair. I don't want to say anything else about it. Cause I don't want to like say it incorrectly. But I had one girl that was like, no, let me explain it to you. This is, this is this, this is this, this is this. And I think that's a good way to go about it is just say like, I don't know much about it. I, I really like it. It looks good, but like, let me know, you know what it is or or what the history behind it and is. And I would love yeah. to just make one point really quick. I feel like that ties into, it's not specifically like, I'm just going to tie it into the BLM episode because you mentioned black culture. That goes back into people who are in, I guess, as the quote said, a dominant position or being that ties into cancel culture or whatever. People being so afraid of being perceived as ignorant. I don't know because it has a negative connotation. Like right. everything uh -huh. we're saying all ties in it's together. Yeah. Every everything we've talked about all ties in together. What I said on the BLM episode, I said if you have a question, if you want to know more about black culture, if you want to understand why black people feel the way they do, fucking ask. Yeah. And yeah. you know what I mean? It's the same thing. I ask Vanessa all the time about venezuelan shit i ask you about colombian shit i ask you guys about cuban shit i right. don't because i don't know like yeah. and, and i'm not like, afraid to are, be like oh my god i if, mm -hmm. i'm sorry if this I offends you, you but it i don't i don't i don't understand like why would you do that or why or is but there a history so behind that and i feel like maybe because we're educated women yes. we go in i feel like we all are very we good very at, but at our population is not because they're ignorant as fuck because we have this platform, because we have this ability to talk to In not everybody. a negative way, but like they don't want to learn. Think, but that's where we're, we're perpetuating right. ignorance. Okay, right. They're and ignorant. Business. Okay, when I'm saying ignorant as fuck, I'm saying they're ignorant in the sense that they're not, they don't even want to know. Right. Okay. They don't want to okay. learn. They don't want to learn. And being stubborn. Yeah, yeah. Being stubborn. Whereas where I'm saying, okay, thank you. We should start using correct words. Yes, normalize that. Yes. If you're ignorant, that's not. That's not really your fault. If it's I, not. If it's I not. grow up every day only seeing yellow, it's. I'm ignorant to what green and purple and red look like because I've only right. ever There's seen yellow. There's this girl I follow on TikTok who said that. She was like, well, I grew yes. up in Haiti. And she was like, I only thought that there are black people in the world. Right. So she's yeah. like, when I came to America, like I was like, are you people. sick? There's pictures of are, Asian people. No, seriously though. She's like, like, are literally, you? It happened to my boss. It happened boss, to me when I was in Asia. Asia. People wanted to take pictures my of me. My boss is a Caribbean American woman. And when she went to Asia for the first time, she's like, she's like, Asian men were coming up to me asking to take pictures of me. Because and she's like, at first I was like, what the fuck? But then she was like, They've never seen black women before, only on TV. That's crazy. So they don't know. And she was just like, why would I get mad at someone? Because they don't know. Because right. they don't know. Okay. okay, so I have a question and I know I'm about to start some shit. I'm about to be the- director. I like shit. Go Let's ahead. start it. Blow it up, bitch. You know, how the, you know how the definition says, typically the end of it, typically by a majority group, whatever. Yes. The more dominant tell people you or from society. my perspective and- and whatever, I might get heat for this, 
it really bothers me to see crosses on jewelry and on clothing and people wearing rosaries. That's valid. I think that's a valid point though, Amanda. But for me, like recently there's been a, a couple of like defamations of Catholic statues of saints of Mary of figureheads that are very prominent in Christian, specifically Catholic, because that's my religion and that's what I'm going to speak to because that's what I know. Mm -hmm. Why isn't it talked about when people wear crosses on their earrings? Or they can talk about it. But it's not not seen as intense as when someone wears a Native American. Maybe because it's religion and there's no... No, because if I wore a a hijab, but, but you could convert into yeah. You can convert into Islam. You can convert into the okay, so Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. So I can't judge you because I don't know what religion you belong to. Is it that you you can convert into a religion, but you can't convert into culture? A religion? No, 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 no. Religion is a belief. So if I saw you wearing a cross, who am I to be like? What what do you believe in? Are you Muslim? You're Muslim. Why are you wearing a cross? Like that's what I'm saying. People do fashionize. I agree. Yes, and, and that's the, that's and a the difference. Is the yes. same thing and that's what I'm saying. Wearing a, there is not a Catholic in the world that is going to tell you a rosary is a fashion piece. Right. If you're yeah. wearing a rosary, you're not wearing it outside of your clothes. You don't wear it. You use yeah. it to pray. It is. Yeah. It's a praying tool. Yeah. Yeah. However, sometimes people like I know that people who are sick wear it so that they keep it. Like sometimes people wear it under their clothing. On but I feel whatever. like that's. Yeah. But you but know what? Wait, can I say something? The same thing happens, and I'm, I'm gonna miss. Yeah, I'm I gonna mispronounce this. Please forgive me. If you're, if you're gonna, but you're saying sorry, Jeanette. But you're saying that people who are wearing it if they're sick, no, I'm saying wearing it, you're wearing it for fashion. I would not. First of all, if you're wearing it for fashion. People that do. that is being closed-minded and that is being stubborn because you need that's to understand yeah that's that appropriating a religion that's appropriating a religion yes. that's what i'm saying especially if you don't now i agree and the same thing yeah. happens with i'm going to mispronounce this i believe it's called the ink or the onk it's the egyptian it looks like a cross but it has a little, a little like circle. oh yes, yes. Oh, yeah. same so thing that happens was, with that, that. Was, same thing happens with the hamza hand same thing mm-hmm. happens with the evil eye so it happens. It happens and, a lot. And, and I understand your concern. I and I agree. I think it should be talked about more. I, w- I wanted to touch on two things real quick. Number one, we've been talking about the black culture, and we talk about it why? Because it's close to us. Because it's a part of us. Period. But another thing that I think is appropriated, and I think it's beautiful. So maybe I was fucking ignorant. But kimonos were so in. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Like that's appropriation. Kimonos were so. And the in. Japanese are probably looking at us Kimonos fucking Americans so like what in. the fuck. And I had a friend <laughs> who loves thrifting, and she found probably someone passed away, or probably someone was like, "Oh, I don't want this anymore." And it was a original kimono from Japan. Correct. And it was beautiful, and it was. It, she's like, "I want it." I. She took it. She wore it, and she got a lot of heat for it, and. It was very hard for me to be like, okay, was she wrong? Was she right? Because well, it was thrifted. She's a fashion person, but at the same time, it was like, I mean, if it's, <laughs> I, I don't know why I stand there. I just wanted to bring it up, and I also wanted to say that it happens in other cultures. It does. Well, honestly, community. it doesn't like, happen just we in can black be, culture. No, right now, I'm like, you wearing that headpiece on your head, you're appropriating this, this isn't a headpiece. We, it, I this could is a say scarf. A scarf. Someone could say that about yeah, the gypsy, gypsy culture. culture. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm not calling you out. Saying, okay. it, can, it can happen in so many different ways. So you wearing earrings is also 
appropriating. Like, that's what I'm saying. We could really push the envelope. I'm talking about scarves because they have Americans. Who pierces their ears? So wait, real quick. I'll make another point. That's different. That's not a good one. I'll make another point. Wait, real quick. Is when I was but I'm not saying in a mean way. I'm like. I'm being honest. You can appropriate like, anything. anything. Like, yeah. I agree. And I think Jocelyn said, there's a difference between appropriation, appreciation, people and, then, and then you I'm be. Sorry. Yeah, but we're. If you would let me finish. That's us. No, I know. There's but that's why we're having this conversation. Jocelyn just said, there's a difference between appropriation, appreciation, and people just being sensitive and wanting to pick fights. Right. So I understand where you're coming from. Last thing I want to say. Yeah, because you when were just I, sensitive and tried to I, pick a fight. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Literally, if you were to look at Jocelyn right now, she has braids all over her head. I have naturally curly hair. Not as curly as Jocelyn's, but I have naturally very spirally hair. My mom didn't want to deal with it. I rolled around in the mulch. She was like, I'm not picking shit out of your hair all day. So I used to get braids. And I used to look like that. And in Colombia, we called them the Shakiras. I don't know why. Don't ask me. Because <laughs> she used to do braids like that. But, yeah. but it was never. And, you know, it's actually kind of interesting that I learned about a lot of racial, like, lines, parameters, borders. When I moved to America, yeah, Hispanic country. But I will tell you this: in Colombia, we have black people, we have white people, we have Native Americans, and we have the blend of all of the above. Correct, right? And we also have Middle Easterns, by the way. For those of you that don't know, Shakira is also Middle Eastern. We have people that move from all over the country to Colombia, and I used to get braids all the time, and I would love my fucking braids. And I think had I been in the states, someone would have been like, "Oh my god, look at this pale ass little girl." Right? I feel like <laughs> it's different when it. Sorry, Jenny really quick i just want to call this out really quick i think it's and this may be controversial to say i think there's a difference between colombian culture versus like black culture like but you we, as have, a, we have black colombians but that's what i'm saying we but got you the could, braids from but, the black but Colombians you could say that from africa but i'm saying that you difference. could say you could say hold on you could say that someone in colombia who was black probably darker than me or or my Braiding color my hair could know could be like what the fuck you're not Black, you're not of African descent. We don't descent. do that. We don't do that. And that's what I'm going to say about Hispanic culture. Hispanic culture is blended. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Before being black, before being black, white, and native, you're Cuban. Before being black, white, and native, you're, you're Colombian. Colombian. Before being black, white, and native, and that's not how it is. And in the U.S. specifically, because that's where I fucking live, it's not like that. No. It's not. Everything is about your race. There are hard like where you're from. Right. Which is interesting. In Hispanic countries. Brazil, which is Latin America, not Hispanic, but very different. It's fluid. Like even even black Hispanics won't identify as black. They're identifying as Cuban first. They're identifying they're as Hispanic nationality first. before their race. They're Latin American right. first, and, and then they're black. And I think it's because from the beginning, Hispanic, or maybe not from the beginning, but when when slaves were traded through these Hispanic cultures, we were really quick to because the indigenous were also taken advantage of because the people that were bring, brought into these countries were taken advantage. We blended a lot quicker than the U.S. And we're yeah. talking about a couple hundred years ago. We've just grown up like, all right, we're all the fucking same at this point because eh, and you could argue and, that's not true. Well, at least but, in Cuba, and I know, like, and I, I got, can, I got can, relatives darker than you that won't say they're black. I can, you know what I, mean? I can speak no, about, I, I can mean. speak I about Colombian culture, and I can say that the music that I love. The food that I love, the who I am as a Colombian is influenced.
by Africans. And I would be stupid and ignorant to be like, it's not. Because it fucking is. Because guess what? For those of you listening that don't know, uh, slavery wasn't just a USA thing. It happened everywhere, okay? And thank, well, I mean, unfortunately, but also thanks to that, I have a rich culture and I have music that I love and I have things that I love. And I would have never had that had it not been for how blended of a country that I am. Me, myself, I'm a mutt. You want to go get a dog? I'm at the pound. Okay. Like that's <laughs> who I am. And I think that's beautiful. And I hope at some point we all get there where we can love and appreciate go Jenny. Everyone's culture. Um, I, I know I said this at some point, I don't know if I made it into the episode, but I said this in the BLM episode mm-hmm. is that, and I've talked about this podcast numerous times, but there's a hunter in the NFL, former part of the NFL called Pat McAfee. He held an episode right after George, George Floyd's murder. Um, that he said, I hope that there's a time where everyone can get to the point of being in an, in a locker room, in a football locker room where every person from every different walk of life comes together mm-hmm. and learns to appreciate where the walk of life came from. And I hope that there's a point in time. And I said it then and I'll say it, I'll say it again now, no matter where you come from or what you've been through, that there's a time where everyone can be sit there and be like, yo, I came from this walk of life and you came from this walk of life. But like. I'll tell you what I came from and you tell you, you tell me you came from, and maybe we can find a common ground somewhere and work towards one goal to being better. I think and it's I important think, for you to educate yourself. I think it's right. important for you to respect but, and understand. And and then the world will go la 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 la. Like there's but, right. So, <laughs> so we need at the same time, you need to find, and I think we as a group of six have been very lucky to find a group where we can all be very comfortable and confident with one another to be like, hey, is this okay? Yeah. Okay. Right. Is this normal? Or I hey, agree. like, yeah, I really, I really like this. But if I say this, is this gonna come across the wrong yeah. way? But I think the problem is, Jenny, is that a lot of people they don't, don't, they don't have, that. they don't have a friend group right. like right. this. They don't have a friend group so that's all diversifying your circle, a safe space. Yeah, but no, I think it starts. No, I think it starts at home. Fuck, honestly, fuck work. I think it starts at home. I think it starts at home. I think it starts with the people you grow up around. If I grew up with only, just only black kids, my view would probably be completely different than the views that I have now. The same if Jeanette only grew up with white Colombians. The same way if you only grew up with fucking Venezuelans, with Cubans, whatever. I think you're, when you have a diverse group of people which is what I think, then you what know how to like to have different like, conversations exactly what it, what i think you was trying to say is once everyone gets comfortable with and again i can really only speak to a locker room or something like that because that's what i can associate myself with no i know but i like it. it is that like once you get comfortable with associating yourself again for me in a locker room setting where it's like i came from this walk of life and you came from this walk of life but we can find a common ground somewhere mm-hmm. and this is what I went through, and this is what Vanessa went through, or what Jocelyn went through. All right, let's find that common ground. And we can and all be empathetic like, hey, to I each other. And you went through that, and this, that, and the other. Cool. We can find, we can find, hey, we can find areas where it's like, that's not really okay, but let me tell you what is. We can find that comfort in telling each other what's wrong and what's that's right. What happens no, I you think, find, sorry, I'm just. Yeah, but I think I think um, when we find that right, locker room area where you become a family, you become a team, and you become a group of people that goes after the same common goal, mm-hmm. that's where it becomes that comfort and that that okayness, I guess. 
there's another word for that, but I can't think of it right now. So I think for me, what, and I'm not sure, like, I think this might be a good way to like, kind of find where we all end at with this conversation is just like, so moving forward if, in all of our individual like cultures, like, do we want people to, you know, do we want people to appreciate and like, and like our culture and learn about them and, and what aspects of it, or do we not want them at all? Because in some aspects, it seems like some people just like, don't want to branch out. Like we said, don't want to be open-minded, don't want to learn about anything else. And if we do want them to learn, you know, what, what is the way to do it? Like, I think we've been talking about that, like there's a right way and there's a wrong way to go about it. And we all have, you know, some differing opinions on that, but mm -hmm. kind of keeping it short and sweet, what, you know, think is, is the way Honestly, to go about like it. one of the best ways that I saw it in, from a publishing perspective is Vogue, Mexico. They're known for washing a lot of their cover girls. They choose white Latinos on their covers and they were called out for that bullshit. And one of the things that they started doing is just like, we need to go into our country of Mexico and look at who these Mexican women are really are. Mm -hmm. And they dedicated, I think it was like around six months of covers with indigenous women. Oh, and it cool. was just indigenous women and women that like, it looks like my grandma, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's someone in- It looks like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it like, sounds like 13 going on 30 when she was like, let's put life back into these- But it's true, like, because when we think about it, I know we were talking about cultural appropriation, but representation is also really tied into this. 100%. Mm -hmm. So it's like, instead of having someone who is not from the indigenous community who will look into appropriating it, why don't we have someone from the indigenous community on the cover and they were people from the villages they went in there right. and interviewed them and they asked them, like how sweet. like how do you feel about when you want read our magazines how do you feel and they were a lot of them were just like i don't read the magazine because i can't it's relate to it right and you put vogue mexico on it like i would want to read it right you know what i mean so i, I feel agree. like these conversations are what need to happen mm -hmm. from sure. the get-go no like, i agree and if you see someone doing something you're like yo that's not okay did you read up on it? Did you, do you understand? Where did the, you get this from? Yeah, yeah. Like let's have the conversation and not just, and just like, don't be quick to judge and be like, you're canceled. Don't like, be quick yeah, to yeah. judge. And also yeah. like, look at the people that you surround yourself with. If you only look around and you're only friends with black kids, you're only friends with white kids, you're only friends with Asian kids. If you look around and everyone looks the same as you, you're already fucking There's up. There's a problem. Yeah, yeah you're already right. fucking up because now there's, you. who, who are you going to have these conversations with that may seem as uncomfortable mm -hmm. when it's really just gaining knowledge on different cultures and different perspectives? Who are you gonna who are you gonna talk to when you're like, oh, I got this, we'll just use hair because we keep going back to that. Who am I gonna talk to when I go on my vacation to the Bahamas and get box braids? Like, you're not gonna know what's wrong because your friends are not that it's wrong, but like you're not gonna know that you're appropriating culture because you don't have any fucking friends in your group that look like the people who did your hair for you. Like, that's where you're already messing up. So I think the root of it is just need to di diversify where right. they who they hang out with because if you only hang out with the same type of people you're not going to know when to mm -hmm. ask questions and that is the ignorance that's the root of the ignorance i would like to say that my call to action is cta my cta is it, it's twofold okay Ooh. i would like I to say that Click here put your email i would like to say that <laughs> number one you, whoever you are listening,
thing, and this advice goes for everyone at this table, including myself, educate yourself. <laughs> like, it's not hard. If, if you're, and you know what, it I really understand, is. and I get it, okay, because I understand there is poverty is a thing, and resources are a thing, but there are such things as public libraries. There are such things as open conversations, and all these things are free. You know, so take it upon yourself, educate yourself as much as you can. That's my call to action to you as an individual. Number two, my call to action is as a group, if you belong to a minority group, and there are so many of them, I'm not going to list them, but you know who you are. Take it upon yourself to push for representation, as Vanessa said, because I get it. Sometimes, and we've we've labeled it as sensitive, but sometimes we can be protective. That's the word I want to use of things that are near and dear to us. You know, our culture, our music, our hair, our whatever it may be, and we want to protect it. We don't want people to take it from us because you, you, have, you have stripped us of so much. We don't want you to take what we have left. But represent and find an avenue, find a way, find a platform in which you can represent your culture. So those are my two call to actions. And that's all I wanted to say. I've always said this, that opinions make the world go round. And although my opinion may be different from all of your opinions, that's where communication comes into play, mm -hmm. which is my second thing. Communication is a two-way street. So I will talk and I need you to listen. But then I'm going to give you the right to talk and I need to listen, which I said, I think I said in the BLM, which is, Again, communication is a two-way street. So yeah. I'm going to say what I have to say, but then I want you to say what you have to say, and I want to listen to what you have to say. Yep. So that way I can educate myself. So I'm not in the negative connotation ignorant. So that I'm educated. So that I know why you feel the way that you feel. Mm -hmm. And maybe I don't change my mind on things. You don't have to. But I think but the fact that know, you listened and you understood. And I understand why you feel the way that you feel. Yeah, and I agree because we don't always have to agree, but if I can either. understand where you're com coming exactly. from and you can understand where I'm and coming from. I think from, that's where a lot of yeah. things get lost is that one thing's communication is a one-way street. It is not a one-way street. It is very much in all aspects of life, but two-way street. I need to say what I need to say, and I need to say what I need to feel, what I'm feeling. And then at the same time, you need to say what you're saying, what you're feeling. So that way I can understand where you're coming from and where what your understanding is. And I think that's where a lot of things get lost yeah. in this generation and in this year and in what we're going through. And I think I don't I don't think a lot of people are getting that part. Learn to communicate. Learn learn to talk to people. Wise words. Learn learn to talk to people. Wise because words. it okay. it'll take you a very long way in life. It'll take you very far. It's hard to literally say anything original because I think the six of us have mastered what it's like to be friends with people very different than you even though some political views align some don't some overlap, some overlap. yeah I cultural there are some cultural differences there are some cultural similarities regardless we've done a good job i i'm gonna echo what jocelyn said if all your friends look like you there's an issue um i all my friends look like me all my friends were either Cuban descent or one generation away Cuban when I was growing up in Miami. It's kind of hard not to be. Um, but those are my closest confidants when I moved away and found other brown who people. didn't look <laughs> like me. No, because I don't even, I mean, for different walks of life. Yeah, I'm uh, just fucking. Um, you brown? You brown? You brown? Jocelyn? I don't know. Come on. You brown? No. Right. You brown? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, it, it definitely, when you start caring about a person that doesn't look like you, you start, you're automatically, you're more sensitive to their perspective because you care about the person. Jocelyn coming, and I'm only signaling her out because she's the only one that isn't fucking Hispanic. She's black. So that's the one real like majority difference. Just the fact that she is who she is makes me softer to whatever she wants to talk about in terms of like the plight of black people and where they've been marginalized and whatever. If I have an Asian friend, like I'm already going to be sensitive because I love a person who is Asian. I love a person who is black aside from their race, outside of their identification. Now, with that being said, and I'm echoing Justin on that, my, my, my nugget is there's nothing wrong with being a champion of your culture. I know Jeanette said, educate yourself educate people if you are a minority don't be afraid to be like actually you're drinking a rum and coke but you're drinking it with bacardi did you know that bacardi originated in cuba and when fucking communism took over alcohol was outlawed and private businesses were outlawed and that's why bacardi had to move to like go ahead and talk about it there's nothing wrong i actually did not know that the more not you know i'm not saying it's your responsibility to educate but it is it is. It is. It's good to know who you're, who you come from, Read a book. and spread that news. Like, of course, if they're yeah. right. Like, I don't want Jocelyn to get all her Cuban culture from Google. You're gonna get a very warped perception. You might get some statistics that are being perpetuated by a communist government. Like, you might get a lot of skewed views. That to me is not okay. Be a champion for your own culture. Educate people. I know we're trying to say that people should educate themselves. I do think that you should do your due diligence. I'm not arguing with that. Chill out. I'm not arguing that, but I'm saying if you're passionate about your culture, you should talk about it. You should come with the facts. Educate anyone wherever you can. Like Take every opportunity as an opportunity to learn and to teach. I agree. Represent. That was good. Well said, Amanda. I think rounding things out for me, really just kind of piggyback everyone is to also not be afraid of culture and other cultural differences. Like I don't want anyone to take away from this episode of like, oh, I may be appropriating this. So I'm just going to stay away from that. You know, we don't want you to do that either. Like ask questions, be open to it. If there are things that you don't know and you are curious about because you have some sort of an interest in it, find people that have those similarities and ask about it because it'll put you a lot further and put you more in the headspace to one, be more comfortable to ask questions and to feel like you connect more with it. Cause I think that's the biggest issue right across the board. It's just like people are using certain things from whatever culture without any previous knowledge on it and just using it however they want, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is kind of what is perpetuating this idea of just like, they don't care about us. All they care about is the stuff they can take away from us. So definitely don't be afraid of different cultures and asking those questions all the time and just um, really kind of stay true to yourself. And just, you know, even if it's someone and on the other side of that, if you're the person that someone's asking a question to kind of like what Amanda said, don't feel any malice toward that person. Don't feel offended toward that person because they're learning about your culture. Embrace that, you know, you know, educate them if they really have no idea. Or if you think that they, the information you give them could just perpetuate them to inform other people, just make sure that is exactly the message that you want to be put out and just open communication across the board. Culture is what makes all of us great and what um, brings us all together. Well said, Nat. I love it. Thanks, Doug. Oh, well, honestly, I'm really happy that we talked about this because, I mean, with everything going on, with not just Black Americans, but people in general, 
who have been marginalized or whatnot. Cultural appropriation is definitely something that like I myself could afford to be more educated on because I'm sure there's things that I've done that people would consider to be cultural appropriation as well. I'm really passionate about these types of topics and I'm really happy that you guys also seem to be very passionate as heated as they got. So I really, I love it. I love the engagement. And with that being said, I just want to cheers to you all and being a diverse group of women from all different walks of life so follow us on instagram um subscribe on apple follow us on uh spotify and yeah we're now is- on tiktok oh we're, we're on also on tiktok and we're on iheart radio so if you like iheart I make heart sure radio sorry <laughs> so make sure you follow <laughs> us Make make sure you follow (laughs) us. And yeah, thanks for listening. This has been Gossipin', the podcast where we gossip and sometimes fight while we sip. Thank you everyone for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.